I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now, another huge call, Junior Paulo Sinbin. Uh, look, I, I strongly disagree with this one. Strongly disagree. What did you think, Guru? <laughs> I heard AJ Brimson do an interview after the game, and they said, oh, they pretty much said, like, how are you feeling, as in, like, concussion, whatever. And he said, oh, my shoulder's just sore. Yeah. I mean, like, if that isn't – I don't know. I know it all happens quickly, but when you've got guys up in the box that are able to watch it again, I don't know how this happens. I don't – he was holding his shoulder straight away. Straight away. Straight away. Yeah. It's if, and also if Paulo does make full contact with his head, he is out. If he yeah. really did make contact with his head. What, what what I'm not understanding is the process of logic of like, if it really was direct contact to the head, then he should just be sent off. If 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 you're going by the rules that we have today, on top of that, if it really was direct contact to the head, AJ Brimson should be off for HIA. I know he didn't show any symptoms, but that forceful contact to the head. Yeah. If 130 kilo front row like Junior Paulo hits yeah. you like that. Regardless of yeah. symptoms, you need to be checked. Uh, I, I just, this was tough for me because I'm like, oh, I, I felt like it was pretty obvious it was shoulder to shoulder. I, I honestly felt like it was. Especially because it wasn't a live call. They yeah. were, like they had a bit of push and shove. There was like, they had a minute or so to look at it and get this decision right. And I could have copped a penalty. Yep. I could have copped like, okay. I wouldn't have agreed with it, but I could yeah, cop it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have agreed. But I would have been like, look, okay, we're just being. I'd rather be a bit more cautious than undercautious in these situations. Uh, but the, the sin bin, you know, we've spoken about this. The how easily were you using sin bins? Like that could have costed the Eels the game. It really could. They were just lucky that they held on. It should have realistically. Yeah, it, it really should have. And imagine if the Eels had lost that game because of that call. Yeah. Uh, what do you reckon, Maddie? The annoying thing for me, just just as a fan, is like it's so different game to game. Like, for example, I reckon Morgan Harper was probably more, should have been sent to the Simbin more so than Paulo because he actually yeah. got Ponga in the head and Ponga had to go off the field. So I think that's the, that's the thing we have to address the most. Like, we have to get it standardised across every game because it's, it's an absolute lottery right now. And I mean, it's probably unfair to say, but if that was Opachik that made that tackle, does he go? <sighs> yeah, or, or a half, Dylan Brown or, yeah. or Moses, probably not. Probably not. I reckon just leave your mic on, bro. 
Because you're not making any weird, no, 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 weird yeah. noises. Oh. <laughs> he keeps turning his mic off. What are you doing over there? You've got no just, pants I'm, on. I'm used to doing that. <laughs> I mean, he's not wearing pants. That may be the fucking... Yeah, that's why the camera's only from here up. I can only see one hand as well. Jesus. Sicko. <laughs> um, we need a can on the other side. Up. What are you looking at, bro? <laughs> what are you looking at over there? Um, yeah, look, Junior Paul, I've seen Ben. I, it's one of those situations where I'm just glad they didn't lose the game and we can hopefully learn from it and move on. I think that we need to be a bit uh, less trigger happy on 10-10 in the bin. It, it's just, it's such a substantial amount of time to a key player. Yep. You know what's crazy? He's st- he still ran for like 225 metres or something like that. Paulo and RCG <laughs> were unbelievable on the weekend, but we'll get to that. Uh, now, other huge news, NRLW Grand Final. Roosters beat the Dragons 16-4. Uh, this breaks the streak of the Broncos, which I think was four in a row or three in the it row. It was three. Three in a row grand finals. Uh, so it breaks the streak. The Roosters, what's incredible about this is so before the semifinals, Roosters basically lost their game, I'm pretty sure, and they essentially needed another team to win by like 30 if, if, to get in. So they all lost that game and were heartbroken, walked out the field. Basically, we're out of the finals. We're out of the finals. Then the Broncos play the Eels, and the Eels get absolutely touched up, and the Roosters are back in the final. So they were this close to being kicked out. Then they go on to win the grand final. Uh, massive congratulations to the Roosters girls. Uh, you know, condolences to the Dragons girls. Uh, I think um, they were the real – because this is the first time they've been in the comp, the Dragons, is it? I think so, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, can you just no, check no, that, No, no, the Dragons have been there for a they've while. They've been in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My first year, Seau was coached? This yeah, is the first year Sowie's coach. So Sowie, yeah. Sowie becomes coach and, and like the Dragons were fantastic. Like not only did they make the grand final, they were equal on points for the minor premiership, but the Broncos beat them for the minor premiership just on points differential. But uh, Emma Tonegato, is that how you say it? Tonegato? Emma Tonegato, she, yeah, wins the players, uh, she wins the players' choice and a joint winner of the, uh, the Clive Churchill for women. And that's from a Dragons side. So the Dragons were fantastic. Like, they had a really good uh, season for NRLW. But the Roosters, I mean, they, when they needed to get the win, they got the win. You know, their centres are both fantastic. I think it's Isabel Kelly and uh, Sergis. Sergis. Just, just shout out to Sergis too. She's a, she's a local junior from the club that I coach at, the yeah. um, Coogee Wombats. And obviously, like a year or two ago, she came down to our presentation day and obviously she was, um, she was with uh, Zach Lomax at the time. So they both came down and... She was so good with the young kids that day that our club went from having one or two girls teams to she she spoke to every single girl that day and threw the ball around with them. The next year we had four or five teams. Girls wow. team. like she had a huge impact and yeah. she was so popular that day and that was two or three years ago. Um, Jess, she, she was a Roosters fan growing up too. So for her to come back to the Roosters now, win that yeah. comp, unreal scenes. Yeah, no, it's 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 great. It's, it's really, um, you know, obviously – it's going to be a long while until they can really get the ball moving. Not a long while, but it'll be a little bit until they can really get the ball moving on getting them all full time and everything. But at the moment, the positive is that we can really see the impact of young women looking at those women playing the NRLW and going, oh, I can actually, I can actually do this. And the, the good thing about that is, and this is purely from a selfish bloke perspective, but that actually just brings in more footy fans. Yep. So a lot of young girls that would be feel like, oh, I don't really like footy because you know it doesn't really appeal to me. They may start watching NRLW, but then they also may start watching the men's game, and it just it actually helps our game. Put it this way: the bigger the women, women's game is, the bigger the game gets. Yeah, for sure. And I think that gets lost in the the source a little bit. We don't actually realise how beneficial. I mean, it's super selfish to think of like you know we're thinking about me, 
But I'm just saying, like, we all win. If the girls win, we win. Yeah. Um, so still, still a bit of work to do. Like, you know, there's, there's, um, I think the turnout we're we're looking at about seven thousand for the grand final, which just is un- which just is under eight. good. Just under eight. Just under eight, which is which is pretty good. They, there was they, they weren't free tickets; they were paid tickets, fifteen bucks to get in. On top of that, it was in Redcliffe, so they. I think the NRLW thought that Broncos may win it, which was most wasn't likely. a bad call. Realistically. Yeah, wasn't a bad call. Yeah. So I would love to see how much they could get down in Sydney in a yeah. grand final. And, uh, and just like, like in, in in my group chat, that's with my local club, like the the, the guy that runs it, he posted. All the games that are on this weekend, mm. the amount of girls games going on in South Sydney at the moment yeah, wow. is insane. It's just getting better and better each year, yeah, which that's is great, great to see. That's great. I think uh, the NRL are doing a really good job in ignoring the noise that said, give them three origins, put in 16 teams and like doing it really slowly so they can have a good progression. Because this, like you compare the comp this year with six teams to what it was four years ago, it's astronomically better. Astronomically better. And it's going to be, what, a few more teams next year and then 10 teams a year after. I think that – and two games of origin, I think they're doing a really good job in slowly progressing it. You have to build it slowly and surely. And I I know that's easy for me to say because I'm not a woman. So, you know, it's very easy for me to – you know, give my thoughts on it, but I'm not the one that gets affected by it. I'm not the the one that has a daughter yet that can't play, whatever. But just my opinion is that, like, if you build it slowly but surely, you create good foundations and good systems for kids to come in. So that what was great about the NRLW is the fact that there were so many teams competing for that premiership. You know, like... Well, mate, when you have a look at that Broncos squad on paper, mm. between Brigginshaw, Aitken, Lenarduzzi, Boyle, I mean... For them not to be in the grand final, mm. obviously disappointing for them, but credit to these other sides. Well, that Titans beat them in their inaugural year. Crazy. Like, it's like, unreal. And that, yeah. that all stems from building good systems and having a strong foundation before just going, all right, 16 teams, let's do it. Because yep. if, we, if we did 16 teams right now, there'd be a bunch of teams that just don't have the same resource. Anyway, we all we all that. So massive congratulations to the girls uh, getting it done. And, and you know what the great thing is? Obviously, it was really disappointing last year that they couldn't do it. The great thing is they have a whole other season this year. They've got a whole other season yep. to do it. So imagine the hype for this next grand final. Let's say it's a rematch, Roosters-Dragons. You know, rivalries are starting to get built. Um, so, yeah, great stuff. Really, really great stuff. I think, I think as well the, the Titans... They deserve a massive shout-out because you're right. It was their inaugural year. They were coached by Jamie Feeney. He played 100, 150 games for the Dogs and, and the Storm back in the early 2000s. He was um, a part of the reason. He was part of the New South Wales women's pathways in the last few years and, like, building up that New South Wales uh, kind of uh, origin team in, in the women's space. So he's done a great job for the Titans, and they came, what, third this year. So I think, I think the Titans deserve a lot of credit as well, even though they didn't make the grand final. I also love what the girls do on the social media side of things. Yeah, it's good. very interactive. It's very good they're to Better say, than us. So. That's fucking... Yeah, let's put it that way. <laughs> they're better than the blokes when it comes to fucking social media because, yeah. damn, we're terrible. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when you consider there's there's only, you know, six teams, the amount of content I see out of the girls' game every week, the girls just taking it upon themselves. Yeah. It's unreal. It's good. Yeah. Whereas, like, the the amount of times I'm sitting there going, mate, like, this, this young guy coming... And, look, I understand it's different. You know, you get the boys putting shit on you or whatever. Like, I understand that. Look, I was in there getting the shit put on me. But... Um, I, I do feel like sometimes NRL players could do a little bit more social media wise. And, you know, perfect example is uh, the F1. Like F1 in Melbourne has become like a mainstream pop culture discussion point. And I, I believe personally, you know, F1 was already massive. I'm not trying to take away from that. But I personally believe it all stems from the Netflix documentary. Mm. Making that Netflix documentary introduced that to so many people that wouldn't even care about F1. I've never had a conversation with my mates about F1 Neither until two months ago. Absolutely. And, and if someone started talking about it, I'd zone out. I, I wouldn't even, like, I couldn't even tell you how 
like the names of the top three people. Yeah. I really couldn't, like two years ago, couldn't tell you. Watch Drive to Survive and I'm interested. I'm really interested. I know their personalities. I think it's, I think it's, it's cool. It's like escapism. You see like this, all this money being poured into these massive teams. Um, and, and so that's why, that's where I think that the NRLW women are doing a really good job at like really engaging with the social media following, getting young people involved in the game. So great stuff by the Roosters. So who I think is doing it really well at the moment, Sean Johnson. Yeah, SJ's a Some coming. of the content he's putting out He's is so underappreciated. Sensational. He's yeah. so underappreciated. Like, I cannot talk highly enough of SJ. Like, he is one of the biggest NRL players in the history of the game. Like, Sean Johnson's name is iconic within rugby league. Uh, now, like, hasn't had the same, I guess, success as other people with big names. But we're just talking about impact of their name. Uh, Sean Johnson's right up there. And, yeah, you're totally right. He gets it. He understands that... You know, people want to know what these boys are doing. They want to see their personality. The amount of times I get messages after locker room interviews and people go on, mate, I thought such and such was like this. Like you probably had, you probably listened to a few of those being like, fuck, yep. he's actually a decent bloke. Um, you know, Toby Rudolph, getting to sit down with him and he, he's hilarious. Alex Twole, he was hilarious. So yeah, great stuff by the girls. Also shout out to Sowie, uh, disappointing, but what a, what a great first year as coach, yep. taking the Dragons to a grand final. And, you know, a bee stick from a minor premiership. Uh, he's also been appointed assistant coach in New South Wales as well. So shout out. Now, on to team of the week. This was tough. This was tough. It yeah. always is tough, but fuck. Last week for me, it was a bit easier because there was clear standouts, but this is my team of the week. Gutho, Oates, Manu, Staggs, Katoa, Munster, Moses, RCG, Cook slash Grant, because I'm a pussy and I can't commit yet. <laughs> Coward. Hass. Olakawatu. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Aitken, Curran, Hughes, Paulo, Paseca, Madison, Keon, Lawton. Yeah, mine's pretty similar. Fullback, I went Gutho. Um, on the wing, I actually went Mulatalo over Katoa. Yeah, it was tough. They were close, those yeah. two. I had Manu and Stag, same as you. I just, um, that last intercept pass by Mulatalo, it was like... Yeah, fair. Yep. Yeah. Um, I had Corey Oates. I thought he was outstanding. He has I can't been believe how he's bounced back. He has bounced back massively. I massively. was the president of the Jordan Piera fan club. Yeah. He's made the right decision. So, yep. Corey Oates killing it. Uh, six... I was close to Munster. I went Sammy Walker. I thought he really stood up the back end of that game. He yep. was great. I went Jerome Hughes at seven. Um, I went Payne Haas, and I thought Rhea Hargraves was big for the Roosters. Had him in my front row. Damien Cook at nine. My second row was Aitken, Colum and Tungy. Then I had Isaiah Yo at 13. My bench was Hines, Moses, uh, Isaiah Papali'i, and Regan Campbell-Gillard. Yeah. Hines, Moses, Isaiah Papali'i, yeah. Yeah. I think Papa Lee's having uh, for a guy that I oh. sort of thought would just send it in this year yeah, to some extent. Egg all over my face. He's playing such good footy. I I had Madison and Papa Lee on my bench initially, yep. but I just couldn't keep Paseca. I, I thought Paseca 
when mm. he came on, changed the game for Manly. And they had such a big win, like 36. Although it didn't really reflect how close the game was for a lot of the time. Paseca could be anything, couldn't he? Oh, mate. His impact was absolutely massive. Uh, look, Curran, for me, it was just the work that he got through. Yeah. 50-plus tackles. And I don't know, I, I just... I just love the way he gets about his business. He's got to be at 13. He's got to be at there. Yeah. I like him at 13. I say, yo, I, for me personally, he's a victim of being so fucking good. So I'm just like, yeah, of course. Like, you could probably put him in your team of the week every week. And sometimes when I'm selecting team of the week, I'm like, maybe Isaiah yeah, did a little bit more, but like Curran, he's a battler. They win by one point. They absolutely yep. don't win without him. Uh, Aiken was, how good was Aiken? Mate, yeah. I, <sighs> He hasn't got the attention that he should have so far yeah. this year. He's working his ass off yeah. out there. Um, yeah, I, I love Aitken. You he, didn't have Olokawatu? I, I, I considered him. I got close. But, I, I, mate, I thought Coleman Tungy for South Sydney yeah. was unreal. He, he was. scored the first try. Um, he, he set up the next one. I, I, I think he's one of the most improved players in this competition. So, and he's helping Ilias so much. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about them later. But Coleman Tungy, I, I wanted to give him a bit of recognition. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I had Keon at uh, 18. So, I've told... Keon was in the side, and then I was looking at Aiken, and I was like, oh, and I put Aiken in there. But uh, I thought Lawton was also fantastic off the bench for Lewis Brown 2.0. Mate. <laughs> so similar. Mate, how good is he off the bench? <laughs> yeah. How good is he? Uh, another un- unsung hero, I think, is uh, Madison. I think he's been going about his business so much so that I probably wouldn't make changes and bring Lane back in when he's not injured. He's I'd got to start, Maddo. I, I would keep Maddo there and bring Lane in off the bench for a bit of impact. Yeah, I agree. Um, even though Lane has been playing some good footy too, but I just, I don't know. That connection between uh, Brown and Madison on the weekend, the amount of times he used him for a drop-off, for a short play, any you know, he caught the ball and I think he had no errors, I'm pretty sure, Madison. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... That Parramatta forward pack, oh. which is... I'll, I'll talk about it in a minute, but it's interesting considering how, like, how good their pack is, considering how many points they've actually conceded so far this year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah... It's, I, it's weird. Like, they dominate games for, like, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and then... They don't get blown off the park, but they just like they leave. just concede twenty two yeah. odd points every yeah. week. You're just like, oh, What's going on there, yeah. Uh, but I still believe they're looking the best they've looked in a in a very long time. Uh, but anyway, that's the, the team of the week for the for the week. Uh, we'll do it again. Put in your team of the week in the comments section, and then we will choose one team of the week to give a case of bloke and a bar. Do we know who won last week yet? No, nah, we'll, I'll give it to you for the Wednesday well, show. Okay, well I'll, I'll announce who won last week Wednesday show uh, case. Uh, so put in your team of the week in the comments section. Also, make sure to like the video and hit subscribe on YouTube. Uh, the bigger we can get the YouTube, the more content we can put on there. Um, so make sure to subscribe. Takes two seconds, guys. Really helps the platform. Uh, sorry, really helps Bloke in a Bar. And like the video too. That also helps uh, the platform. And gives. if you like the video and comment and subscribe, it pushes the video to more people. So make sure to do those things, please. Uh, if you're listening to this audio, can you head over to our YouTube, hit the subscribe button. I'd really appreciate it. Now let's get into the games. Can I, can I just jump in quickly? Yeah. Just, just some stats I was doing on the weekend that I think were really interesting. You know, we always say defense wins premierships Mm. Um, I sort of went through the last 10 years of premiers and had a look at where they were sitting after round five Mm. Um, funnily enough not funnily enough not a huge shock but of the last 10 teams who win premierships nine of them finished the overall regular season with a top three defence wow and eight of them finished with a top one or two so you basically just go boys Six out of ten of the last premiers have had the best defense at the end of the regular season. The only team to do it without a top three defense was the Cowboys, uh, and they had fifth best defense. So wow, and they had Jonathan Thurston. Well, and also after round five, they had 
a shock. They they had the thirteenth best defense after round five that yeah, season. Been pulled it together. Every other team has had a top five defense mm. by round five, so it's pretty. And I don't mean Thurston in a negative way. I mean in, in a positive way. In a positive not, way. Not saying yeah. like, oh, they had Thurston, therefore their defense was shit. I'm saying they had Thurston to win games, Produce enough points yeah. to yeah. yeah. And when you have a look at. Over the last 10 years, the average points conceded in the first 10 rounds by a team that have won premierships, 67 points. So it's about 13 points per game. There's only three teams that are within that range at the moment, Sharks, Storm, Penrith. And I think you'd probably argue that they've got the best attack at the moment yeah. as well. So, yeah, yeah you really yeah, want to get into that top five um, sort of range, but ideally you want to be top three at the end of the season. As it stands right now, the five best defensive teams, Sharks, Penrith, Storm, Cowboys. Mm. And the Seagulls. Bunnies okay. and Roosters just outside of that. Um, there's only two teams in this competition right now that have got a worse defensive record than what the Cowboys did when they won. They're the Raiders and the Dragons. So even your your Bulldogs, your Tigers defensively, they've been better to start this season than what the Cowboys were when they won their comp. So don't, of- don't forget with that Cowboys team, if you cast your mind back, they had about seven comebacks that year. Like yeah. seven ridiculous comebacks. Yeah, so that, yeah that's an absolute outlier. Yeah, yeah sure. well, and that, that's the thing. When you take them out as the outlier, it says you need to have a top three defence at the end of the regular season to win this competition. Nice, nice. Do you have a team of the week, Matty, or no? You obviously didn't have time. No, I didn't, I didn't do it, but I will give a shout out. You both were quick to say Gutho, and that is the one game I, I was on the train home, so I didn't watch that whole game. But I thought Dylan Edwards was really yeah, good for, for Penrith as well. So I just thought... Dil- for me, Dylan Edwards has moved out of the underrated chat into top-tier fullback. I've got Will Kennedy as the most underrated. That's guy what I was now. about to say. Yeah. Will Kennedy right now, most underrated. I saw someone on your on your Instagram the other week say, "Oh, um, I just saw Dylan Edwards pop up on my toilet. That bloke shows up everywhere." <laughs> <laughs> That's a great joke. That's a great joke. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think Dylan Edwards. Uh, I want to shout out too, Ramian. Yeah, hasn't he started the year really well? As a matter of fact, the, we we gave massive raps to the Panthers back five, and rightly so. But the Cronulla Sharks back five. You could argue are the best back five in the comp right now. And I think one of the commentators said yesterday, when Ikevalu came in and played his one game, he was almost player of the round. Yep. Connor Tracy was their best centre last year, in my opinion. He hasn't been in the team much. Mm-hmm. We say it every week. Their depth and their balance is unbelievable. Crazy. What, that, what they've managed to do with that club right now is absolutely amazing. And the, they've got so much room for improvement. They didn't play that well on the they weekend. They played poorly on the weekend. Yep. Like they, played, they made way too many errors. But they were so slick. When they went and they put it together, it is so slick. And then they've got that great defence. And yeah. I, I thought his performance went under the radar, but he got a little insight to what Cam McInnes is going to do this year. Yeah. He's really starting to get back to... But also, like, you telling me... Oh, we'll get into it. We'll get yeah. into it. Um, yeah, so is there anyone else that stood out for you on the weekend? I think you guys covered, yeah. covered, covered most of it. I thought Cook had one of his best games in a while. Yeah. One of, I thought he was fantastic. He was great, yeah. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 